sharing remarkable stories from one of the nation's largest holiday markets. This is Ready, Set, Shop, the one and only Houston Ballet Nutcracker Market. Hey, we're only days away from the 2022 Houston Ballet Nutcracker Market at NRG Center. Do not forget, proceeds from admission tickets plus 11% of all merchandise sales stay right here in the Houston area, supporting the Houston Ballet Foundation, its academy, and scholarship programs. This limited run podcast series will shine a spotlight on 10 of the more than 270 plus merchants that you will get to experience and encounter at NRG Center, including one all the way up in Utah. I am talking to Molly Anderson and Amy Anderson Rasmussen from Blue Cattle Truck Mexican Vanilla. Ladies, welcome. You're making me hungry already. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, I want to begin with the Blue Cattle Truck because this is such a fun story. Well, it, it all boils down to when I was a kid and times were different back then. And if you had any kind of wheels at all, you were in good shape. So the only thing I had was this old Blue Cattle Truck that my dad allowed me to drive to school every day. So um, that was one of about 20 vehicles in the parking lot. And so when we went to finding a name for Blue Cattle Truck, you know, nothing really kind of fit. And then my husband said, I think you should call it the Blue Cattle Truck. And so that's what we did. We called it the Blue Cattle Truck Company. It kind of stuck. So that's what it's named after high school days. And my best friend that started the company with me. I like to talk about your previous career. At one point in time, you were one of the highest ranking women in the U.S. steel industry, which is really cool. And now you're in the vanilla business. So what have you been able to um, integrate from that previous life into what you've been doing for, for these years? Wow. Um, well, I think one of the biggest things that that did for me is it gave me a lot of confidence. I worked there for about 20 years, started as a labor foreman and ended up as a general manager. Um, and it was a place where you either had to excel as a woman or you were gone. And so I think it gave me a lot of confidence and a lot of, um, ability to do things, to manage things, um, to move things forward, to take a concept or an idea and move it into, into, into production. I was actually still working there when I started the company. You were side hustling before side hustles were cool. <laughs> well, you know, steel days don't last forever. In fact, the, the steel mill actually shut down a couple of years after I started it. So it was good. I got it started. You were traveling to Mexico for work and you came across all this delicious vanilla, which by the way, I only, I only learned this year that Mexico is the birthplace of vanilla, specifically this one particular area, Veracruz. Veracruz. So yeah, let's talk about that. Well, at, when I was working for Geneva Steel, I would go to Mexico and buy railroad cars. And the railroad cars would be filled with scrap and then they would be transported up to Utah. And um, we would turn the scrap into steel and eventually the cars would be turned into steel. But I got into Mexican vanilla when, my, when I was living in California in the 70s and my husband was in law school. 
and I got hooked on this vanilla. And you used to be able to just go down to um, Tijuana, walk across the border, drive across the border, it didn't matter, but you could only really buy good vanilla at a liquor store. So I went in there to, to ask them, you know, I need some good vanilla. And they said, this is the best, most versatile vanilla you can buy. And they gave me a certain kind. And it is the same vanilla that we have used during our entire business. So it's from the Canosa family in, in the south of Mexico. Yeah. And so was it as easy as just, or maybe hard, uh, going to the Canosa family's house and be like, hey, uh, you have some really good vanilla. Do you want to start? <laughs> do you want to work together? Because I have an idea. <laughs> so, um, Actually, and this is pretty funny, um, I bought this vanilla, I love this vanilla, I was bringing cases of it at home, no matter where I went, for what reason, if I was in Mexico, the airlines then, you could put 10 cases, you could carry it on, as many as you could carry on, you could take on, and so I would bring this vanilla home, but the thing of it is, is that I actually went to a Mexican restaurant, where I had a friend who owned this Mexican restaurant in Springville, Utah, and I said, can we call these people? And you talk to them in Spanish, because I can't speak Spanish. Can you talk to them? So we sat there in this little Mexican restaurant, um, and he called them and said, I would tell him, you know, I'd, I'm interested in buying your vanilla in bulk. Uh, I want to start a little company in Utah. Will you partner with me? Will you, will you be willing to sell it to me? And we worked this back and forth. I would tell him what to say and go back and forth. And he, he agreed to send it up um, in pallets in five-gallon jugs. That's how it got started. Wow. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about the difference between pure and traditional vanilla? In the U.S., uh, there is a designation that pure vanilla has to have high alcohol content, 35% alcohol. Um, Mexican vanilla traditionally does not have that much alcohol. Uh, it has 10% alcohol. The reason being is because it is our it is our view, and we and we sell both products. We 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 love them both. They're both good products. We produce them in the same facility, um, and we charge the same for them. It is our view that 10% alcohol is better because it stays in your cooking better. You don't have when you have a lot of alcohol, you have an evaporation um, issue, and when you have a lower alcohol content, you have more vanilla and less alcohol. When you have um, more alcohol in a, in a product, then there's less vanilla extract. So we love them both, but that's the difference. Um, also, we feel like the traditional Mexican vanilla is a little more versatile because you don't have a high alcohol. Then you can put it in things like yogurt and whipped cream and smoothies and things that you're not cooking because you don't have any of the bitter alcohol taste. So that's the difference. You're making me think out loud here. Vanilla in smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla in your pancakes and your waffles and your yogurt and smoothies and your coffee and your Coke, your Diet Coke. Put it in everything. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So uh, this is something else that I learned just in researching for the interview and speaking with you ladies is that vanilla has a high alcohol rate or, well, I mean, 35% is pretty potent, but even 10% to me seems like it would be strong, not necessarily something you would want to just put in a, in a, in a big spoon and you know, slurp it up, uh, which I guess is why, yeah, which is, which is why instinctively I would never think to put something like that in, in a smoothie, which doesn't have too much, 
too much liquid or or maybe into a pancake batter mix and and you know when we're when we used to teach our our kids when they're teeny tiny tater tots when they get the ingredients out you got to be really careful with the vanilla because it's very strong and never dawned on me that it's strong because of the alcohol content. <laughs> well, one one thing that people maybe don't realize is if you have a good vanilla, it has to have alcohol in. And the reason is, is that is part of the extraction process. You cannot make an ex- a good extraction of the vanilla if it doesn't have some alcohol in it. So vanillas that have no alcohol in it at all are not, it's an imitation. It's vanilla. an imitation, yeah. Um, the other thing is you have to remember, you're putting half a teaspoon or a teaspoon or a tablespoon. You're not, you know, you're not pouring a highball glass full of vanilla. Traditional vanilla flavor, like with your favorite ice cream company versus a vanilla bean. How do you make those things like so? How are, how are they so different? Because the vanilla, the vanilla bean, that's like the plant. So it's where it comes from. But then you get from that point A to the point B in which we enjoy our favorite vanilla flavoring. Well, we actually have a vanilla bean paste. We sell vanilla beans. We sell whole vanilla beans also, but we also sell a vanilla bean paste, which is one of our very best selling products. And the vanilla bean is actually, that, that fleck that you're seeing is the caviar of the vanilla bean pod. So if you slice that open and you take the back of a spoon and you scrape that out, that is the essence of the vanilla. And that's how you make vanilla. Vanilla extract that doesn't have that is just a filtered vanilla bean. I mean, that's how, so it's just, you might get a little more depth of flavor with vanilla bean paste because it has the actual seed in it, but it makes everything so beautiful, like that ice cream or your pound cake or buttercream icing or, you know, like a glaze on a, on a pastry. It just is so beautiful. Um, creme brulee or flan. Um, but it's, it's really fun to work with. And when you come and buy our vanilla, pick up a jar of vanilla bean paste also for anything that you want that aesthetic with. Um, it's, it's a great product. And I will tell you, my palate has definitely grown more sophisticated and I actually do like vanilla bean flavor now is when you're a kid and you get that you're like, okay, hold on. <laughs> your fam, your grown-up relatives are trying to pull a fast one on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, chances are that vanilla ice cream is flavored with the vanilla extract, and then the seeds are added. So it's not like the it, the the flavoring is just those seeds. It's also has vanilla extract in it. This is not your first rodeo when it comes to the Houston Ballet Nutcracker Market. So can we talk about your participation in this shopping event means to you? Okay, first of all, Amy's going to tell you how we ended up in the in the market because we are pretty naive. We we're, were very naive. Company. So um, I was in a show in Dallas. We have a little showroom in Dallas uh, at, their, at their wholesale market at the Dallas Market Center. And um, this was maybe 12 years ago. And I was um, talking to customers and Patsy Chapman came by with the honorary chair from that year. And she said to us, she said to me, you know, we are very exclusive in who we allow into the Nutcracker market. Um, Registration is closed. We have a long waiting list. But because I'm the honorary chair this year, I get to pick a couple of lines that I would like to have come and I would like to have you come. And I said, 
I'm all, that's really sweet and we appreciate it. But you know, we don't do any retail. We only do wholesale and that is true. We only do wholesale. We only do importing and manufacturing, but thank you so much. And she looked at me like, really? And this little girl from Utah, I had no idea. She goes, well, here's my card if you change your mind. I said, okay, thanks. So I go about my business. This guy named Ray, who owns Coffee City, who also did the market for a lot of years, comes running down the aisle to me. He's like, do you know who that is? You are so dumb. What did you say to her? You know, he just went crazy. And I'm like, what, what, what's the, what's the nutcracker market? He's like, it's the biggest retail holiday show in the, maybe in the world. Like what's wrong with you? And he just totally told me, you call her, you call her. And so I immediately like scramble and I'm starting trying to call her. I call her the next day. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize we'd love to be a part of it. And she so graciously said, I'm so glad you came around. We'd love to have you. We'll send you the information. And since then, it's really been the highlight of our, of our year. We love it. We've made so many friends there. Patsy has continued to take great care of us. And um, we are we are so honored to be a part of it. And we seriously almost blew it. I'm just glad you didn't throw away the golden ticket. The golden ticket, right? <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, truthfully, we like to do things where we feel like we're giving back. So when we can, even from Utah, support the ballet, the Houston Ballet, that is a good thing for us. And we, we like that kind of thing. So... Um, like Amy says, we've just had a great experience. This is our 11th year coming up in November. And um, it's still um, the biggest retail show we do. And we only do two retail shows the entire year. We are not retailers, we're wholesalers. But we make an exception for the Nutcracker and one other show that's in the South. What is the best advice you've ever received when it comes to being an entrepreneur? To listen to my instincts. If I think something's going to be good, don't let people talk me out of it. So I'm sure people have tried, oh, that doesn't, it's kind of like vanilla. Who would have ever thought that importing Mexican vanilla would be a thing? And there's thousands of people that love Mexican vanilla, more than that. But we're also really lucky, you know, we're a family run business. So we, we weigh things very carefully. We always have an active growth plan. We're proud to be a women-owned and women-run business. We're proud to um, support local and stay small. We don't ever sell to grocery stores or discounters or big box stores. You know, we're, we keep a tight rein on pricing so that people can't run the prices up. You know, we're really careful. And because we're able to work together as mother and daughter, there's a level of trust that maybe wouldn't be there otherwise. So we don't really have to weigh our thoughts or our words. And as long as we stick to our growth plans and um, keep each other's families in the forefront of our minds, we seem to do pretty well. And we've been really lucky. Super blessed. What is your favorite baking tip when it comes to using Mexican vanilla for the holidays or any day of the year? My favorite tip is put it in everything. Literally, I put it in my spaghetti sauce, just a little bit, but for sure, put it in everything and always double your vanilla. You can never have enough vanilla. Get out. You put it in your spaghetti sauce? Just a little bit. Just a little it bit. It cuts the acidity. I'm not kidding you. It cuts the acidity of the tomato. Any tomato-based product. Also, paint the vanilla bean paste on a pork loin. It's off the hook. Okay, that sounds that sounds really good. Okay. It's really yeah. good. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to try and that. I, and, along, and along with that, if you take the vanilla bean honey and you put 
put it on the last five minutes that you're barbecuing some salmon. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Or paint the vanilla bean honey on the back of a grilled cheese sandwich just right as you finish flashing it. It is. There's a restaurant in Portland that that's their number one seller on their menu. I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are making me have to do, go and do cardio just listening to these suggestions. <laughs> I love it, though. Okay. Uh, advice? No. True or false? True or false? Garlic is to cooking as vanilla is to baking, in that the amount I add to my food is guided by reckless extravagance and utter disregard, verging on mild contempt for the recipe as written. True. True. <laughs> I got that from their Instagram account, by the way. <laughs> I love it. MexicanVanilla.com is the website. All one word. You got to check them out. MexicanVanilla.com. It is the finest Mexican vanilla and gourmet baking mix you will find, not just at the Houston Ballet Nutcracker Market, but all over the world. It is thanks to the Blue Cattle Truck Mexican Vanilla. And again, you're going to see them and over 270 other merchants descend upon NRG Center November 10th through the 13th. All of these proceeds from ticket sales going to benefit the Houston Ballet Foundation, its academy, and its scholarships, and 11% of merchandise sales going to go back to the same cause as well. Ladies, thank you so much for coming by the podcast. Thanks, Freddie. It's Thanks been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Ready, Set, Shop, the one and only Houston Ballet Nutcracker Market. Learn more about our mission to uplift small businesses while supporting Houston's cultural arts scene at nutcrackermarket.com.